Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners. Welcome back to the Level Up English podcast. I almost forgot the name. That was embarrassing. But how are you all doing? I hope you're having a good week. Thank you for being here. And we have a action-packed episode today. Hopefully, hopefully we've got a good episode coming up. So later on, we're going to be talking about my study routine, you know, what, how I'm learning languages at the moment, and how you maybe should be learning or how you could be learning. I've got some really good advice coming up, I think. First of all, as I always say, if you want to improve your speaking and pick up some new vocabulary, feel free to check out the transcript for this episode. Now, the transcript is usually available in the show notes. There's a link which you should find on your podcast app or head over to the website, levelupenglish.school. And there'll be a link where you can read everything I'm saying while I'm saying it. So that should be very useful for you. Another thing is, it's still a little bit away, but Christmas is coming up pretty soon. And even way back in October, I saw Christmas lights. So it's very early this year, but I, I suppose it's good to start thinking about buying presents and that kind of stuff. One thing that I am going to ask for is italki lessons. So you might know that I have lessons in Japanese and Chinese on italki, usually every week, just to practice my language and talk to a, a teacher who knows what they're talking about. And I find it so useful to improve. I think it could be a really good Christmas present idea because it doesn't take up any room in your house. It's not something that you're going to want to return, but it's something that's going to be really useful for you and valuable. If you're thinking maybe that would be good for a friend or good to ask for yourself, then you could consider getting an italki Christmas present because that's what I'm going to be asking for. For those who don't know, italki is a huge online website full of teachers from all over the world where you can get online lessons from the comfort of your home at a good price. If you use my link, you can get $10 for free that you can use for your lessons. So the link is levelupenglish.school slash free, free. So if you go to that link, you can follow the instructions, get $10 off, and that could be a link that you use for a Christmas present for someone you care about, maybe. In fact, a lot of people have signed up recently and had lessons with me because I'm on italki as well. So if you do want to sign up, use my link, get your $10, and if you can, find me on the website, and you can even have your lesson with me if you are not fed up of my voice already. But okay, once again, levelupenglish.school slash free. Okay, so as I mentioned before, I'm going to be talking about my study routine. So to be honest, I was feeling a little bit demotivated with language learning 
towards the end of the summer. Until quite recently, I just didn't have that same motivation that I had before. I snapped out of this. So snap out of something means you kind of suddenly stop feeling that way. You change your state of mind and you start feeling another way. So I snapped out of this by changing things up and improving and tweaking my study routine. Changing things up means to change things for for a probably a good reason. Tweak means to kind of change something a little bit, move something slightly or improve it. So I tweaked my study routine because I think change is always, not always good, but it's usually kind of a healthy, nice thing that we can do. So today I'll explain what my routine looks like now and how you can develop a good routine for yourself. And remember, you don't have to copy mine, but maybe you can listen to it and decide if there are any aspects of it you like and maybe any you don't like that you could adopt for yourself. So, in the morning, I wake up in the morning, one of the first things I do after I am ready and at my desk is I study using Anki, which is a flashcard software. But one thing I do is rather than studying individual words, I generally study full sentences. So I study these sentences on Anki. I have to kind of translate them to English and back to Japanese or Chinese. Then, maybe about an hour after waking up, I have breakfast. While I have breakfast, I listen. Whether that's on YouTube or a podcast, I do some listening practice and I really try to focus on what they're saying. So there's a bit of multitasking. Then after breakfast, I spend 15 minutes reading a blog post that I find interesting. And interesting is the key word here. So this might be different depending on your level, but for me, I find a blog post that's suitable for my level. And there are difficult words, but I can tolerate them because I love the topic. So that's the key, I think. Any new words that I learn from this reading can be added to Anki, along with example sentences from a dictionary to help me. So that's my morning. That takes about one hour normally, if I'm kind of studying hard. In the evening, usually when I'm in bed, which isn't ideal, but that's what I do, is I write a story or a diary, whatever I feel like, using the new words that I've learnt in that week. Then I get them corrected and reviewed by a native speaker. Usually for this, I use a website called Lang8. Lang as in language, dash eight. It's very useful for getting some corrections on your work. In addition to that morning and evening routine, twice a week, at least my aim, twice a week is to have a 30-minute italki lesson to practice conversation and practice my new words. And again, any words that I learn from the conversation with my teacher, I can add to Anki as well. So this works for me. This is a really good, good one for me. It takes about, yeah, one hour in the morning, 15 minutes in the evening. It's a little bit of time, but it's not too much time. It doesn't really overtake my day. 
It also involves all of the key skills that I need. So it, it, there's, there's writing, there's reading, there's listening, there's vocabulary, there's conversation. There's lots of skills all included in that fairly simple routine. I guess it's simple depending on your definition. But I keep it fun by doing what I love and reading what I like. And also notice there's no grammar study as well. I don't enjoy studying grammar, so I don't do it. I only research the grammar when I find something that I don't understand. So if I'm reading something and I find some confusing grammar, then I will research it you know, intentionally for that purpose. Also, the language talks with the tutors give me the motivation and they hold me accountable and they make sure I don't get lazy in the week. So if someone holds you accountable, that means you kind of want to study hard because you don't want to let someone down because I know they're kind of expecting me to study. So that's a good way to motivate yourself as well. So that's why I like my routine. That's why it works for me. Maybe there was something in there you find that might work for you, or maybe you think it's not good enough, or maybe you think it's too much. I don't know. Let me know what you think of my routine, and let me know if there's anything that you think you could use yourself as well. In the second half of this episode, I'm going to tell you my advice on how you can make a kick-ass routine. So (laughs) this word kick-ass can be used as like an adjective, like kick-ass. And it kind of means like really cool, awesome, like it's such a good routine that you're going to beat everyone. So kick-ass routine. So number one, first of all, a routine should be specific to a person and their reasons for studying. An obvious example is that if you're learning English only for the purpose of travel and nothing else, then you probably don't need to practice writing. You think about this specifically for you. You know, I don't do any real writing in language, so I don't really practice much of that, only writing on the computer. So that's why I could say, take my routine with a grain of salt, which means don't think this is the right way to do it. This is just the way that is appropriate for me right now. Advice number two is don't make a routine that you won't stick to. A good way to do this is to keep it really simple. So maybe there's some of you out there and you're envious of my you know, one plus hours a day and you want to try. Maybe right now you're not doing that much and you want to kind of get to a level when you're doing more than an hour a day. But you're not sure you can do it. It's much, much better to start off small, even five or ten minutes a day, and gradually give it more time as it becomes a habit. So if you start too big and you start with one hour or two hours, you're likely to give up because it's very hard to maintain that kind of commitment. Um, you know, you're going from no hours to one hour. It's a huge jump, maybe. So start with something that you know you will not give up. And then once you enjoy it more, once you have more time, you can gradually add more time to it. Maybe even just five minutes extra a day. 
So keep it simple. Despite keeping it simple, you also want to focus on all of the key skills you need for your goals. This is really similar to point number one, I'm kind of realizing now, but it's good advice, I think, anyway. So don't do what I did with Japanese. So with Japanese, I spent three years studying how to write characters. Characters are the kind of alphabet in Japanese. But I never asked myself why. I just kind of studied writing because I thought that's what I needed to do. And I really didn't need to know how to write at all. So I just kind of wasted my time. You know, it did have some benefits in the end. I mean, I do know the characters quite well now, but I can't even write anymore. I've forgotten how to write now. This was a long time ago. So it was kind of a waste of time. I could have spent that time much more efficiently. So focus on the key skills you need. And to add on to this, don't neglect any skills. You know, many people will study and they won't focus on speaking. And they're wondering, why am I not improving? And it's because speaking is a huge part of language, language learning. And make sure that you're getting some practice somehow. Okay, tip number four is be consistent and find time in your day. So this is really important. It's more important to be consistent, which means to keep doing it every day, rather than the length. So try to find a time of day that is never disturbed by other tasks. This is the reason why I study in the morning, because my morning, you know, I can wake up before anyone else. I can do the study and no one is disturbing me. I don't study at lunchtime because my lunch times change every day, depending on work or other responsibilities. You know, maybe I have to go to the supermarket and that would stop me from studying. So find a time in your day that can be the same every day. The final tip is to have the mindset that you will focus 100%. This is something that I've been really coming to terms with recently. I've been really kind of accepting this. So I often get up and study, but my mind isn't really in the moment. You know, I'm thinking about something else. I'm not really absorbing what I'm studying. I'm not really taking it in. And this really isn't that beneficial. So I found it's a hundred times better when I turn off all notifications and distractions, put my phone away, I get my complete attention to my studies. So have the mindset that you will take it seriously and it will be more enjoyable. It's just like many other tasks, I think, like exercise or I find it with meditation as well. If you stay in the moment, focus on the exercise, you'll likely enjoy it. If you're just kind of checking the clock every few seconds, you will have a terrible time. So really focus on your studying and try to kind of understand every word, make the example sentences in your head. You really have to focus. You have to have intense study. And I, again, I really believe that 10 minutes of focused study is better than one hour of kind of half-focused study. So it's also really going to be efficient for your time as well. 
So quick review of my advice. First of all, make a routine specific to you and don't waste time focusing on skills that you don't need, but also don't neglect skills that you do need. Number two is don't make a routine you won't stick to. Keep it really simple, at the beginning anyway. Skipping to number four. Number four is be consistent and find time in your day to study. So find time to make that habit so it will be the same every day. And finally, have the mindset that you will focus 100% of your attention. There's my advice. It's not so specific, but I think this will apply to everyone. So I hope you find it useful. Again, if you're feeling like you have no motivation, make a change. Do something in your study routine. Maybe make a new study routine that you're really excited about. This is what I did. And now I wake up and I'm actually really happy to study. So find a way that you can get to that point. If it's not working for you right now, don't continue change something, make it exciting. This is my kind reminder for you. Okay, so I'm going to end it here, or end the main podcast here. But now I am going to look at some podcast reviews and then end with a quote from my Instagram page. So as I always say, the people that leave podcast reviews, I'm so grateful to you because you are the people that help the podcast reach more people, reach more viewers. And that really does help me. And it helps more people. Well, as as I said, it helps more people find the podcast. So I've got two reviews today, very simple. One from Lolly Ha. And they said, thank you very much for your efforts. You're very welcome. Thank you, Lolly. And another one from FSQ9. And they said, thank you for everything. This podcast is so beneficial. Thank you both for leaving those simple but very kind reviews. So be sure to check out my update episode. So tomorrow, probably tomorrow, I'm going to post an update episode, which has got lots of good content and news about what I'm up to at the moment and how you can improve your English. There's going to be lots of free advice on how you can improve. So please check that out. I'd really recommend it. And hopefully you get some value from that bonus episode tomorrow. Oh, another reminder, if you are listening this long into the episode, I rarely get podcast questions. So what I would love is to have some more podcast questions, which I can answer in future episodes. And the best way to do this is to go to levelupenglish.school slash podcast. Further down the page, there is an audio button. So you can record an audio message and ask your question for me about English or studying or whatever you want to know. And I can include you in the podcast. You know, you can have your voice heard by thousands of people I'd be really, really happy if some people did that because I think that works well for a podcast. But okay, as I said, I'm going to end with a quote from my Level Up English Instagram page. 
This one I think is really interesting. Um, I don't know who said this quote, but this is the temptation to quit will be greatest just before you are about to succeed. Hopefully that's a nice reminder to everyone. Whenever you want to quit, you're just on the verge of success. So never forget that. Thank you very much for listening today. Hope you enjoyed it and see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Thank you. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.